Hey, Upper East Sider. It's me, Gossip Girl. I'm hoping you're interested in some quit pro quo because we both have something to prove. <laughs> it's my shoulder. <laughs> oh, welcome. <laughs> To another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. I'm Michelle. Tonight, we are discussing episode 12 of season five, the halfway mark of the season, Father and the Bride. Original air date, January 23rd, 2012, written by Peter Elkoff, directed by Amy Heckerling. (gasps) Amy Heckerling? Amy Heckerling. Our clueless girl. You're right. Oh my goodness. Isn't that awesome? Mm Mm-hmm. It had that, um, it was definitely a feminine overtone, I feel, yeah. with the Bachelorette yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was real fun. So that, yeah, that's awesome. Blair prepares to celebrate her upcoming royal wedding with a Bachelorette party, but is unaware of someone else's plans to make it a night to really remember. After discovering the truth behind Chuck and Blair's car accident, Nate joins forces with a surprising, surprising ally to gather the evidence. Serena and Dan... Pretend to be dating again to protect someone close to them. Guys, I am having lots of trouble with this season so far. It's not season four. I don't... The Louise stuff, the wedding, all of that, the Dan Serena needing to pretend to date. I'm I'm not interested. (laughs) I'm not. We're here for Chivy. We're here for Chivy. Give me Chivy Lola. Give me Diana Payne. Give me the stuff that's juicy. This has zero juice for me. I am not one bit at the edge of my seat if Chuck and Blair are going to be together or if Louie and Chuck are going to fight or if Blair is going to be... I I don't care. You know the emoji where you smack your face? Oh, yeah. That's my my mom's emoji. That's... That's this episode. We can That's use that later on. The pageant Serena. We're pageant Serena. I know he said, we're Dan and Serena. And all I heard was, we're pageant Serena. <laughs> Tell me anything. Oh, yeah. But the best part of this episode, in my opinion, was watching a drunk Blair. I thought she was amazing. I mean, we know the situation of we are willingly giving her shot after shot is not good. Guys. Protect your friends. Yes, please. The minions do. should have been better with that. You know they weren't going to. They're not gonna. They they don't care about her. Well, no, no, no. they're not going to speak up to Beatrice. To, and Beatrice is very intimidating. Yeah, no, they know their place. Unfortunately, in terms of oh shit, we're not gonna mess. Plus, I think they like the fact that Blair got loose and she she's did. not as mean. She was great. She was I great. Leighton was adorable. It. She did such a good job. Um, so in honor of her, my glass full of gossip is called Panchito Princess. Cute. Which is a mock sangria. No alcohol, but we did pomegranate soda from, yes, Mike, Uncle Juice Pies with uh, pomegranate and cherry seltzer. And then we put some grapes and blueberries in it. It's delicious. It's so good. Yeah, really, really good. So it looks like sangria, but it is um, non-alcoholic. So the three gossip words I had for this episode, one was launch for Serena's blog, her column, priest for Father Cavalia, 
and shots, which you nailed it. Shot, 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 which they didn't play. Did they play it? They, they played didn't. Party Rock, but they didn't play that one. Yeah. Um, for the Bachelorette. Okay, let's start out with Nate. Get that stuff out of the way because another unnecessary plot. It is it unnecessary and will it's going to fill in some things to come? Mm. Or we're just giving Nate some stuff. We mm-hmm. always complain mm-hmm. that Nate has nothing. Yeah. Now Nate has something and we're complaining. I don't know what I want for I Nate. Same. Same. I guess it's better than him fucking Diana. Yeah. Right. Like that t- that plot is way tired. Yeah. The Archibald family drama, we've done it before. But many times it could be more uh, makes sense because there's always going to be family right. drama. Yeah, but it's not juicy enough. Yeah, because we don't see it enough. And like the tr- like trip, what a wah, wah character! Like <laughs> there's so... nothing going on there. We should have Maureen come back. We it would have been better if Maureen was the villain in all of this and not Trip because she's so much more of like a dynamic firecracker character. Yeah, Trip is literally like Rufus, like a, a wet noodle. It's bad. It's bad. And so I'm just like, oh, yeah, Trip, he tries to kill his brother. Like, it, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, anyway, he doesn't need, doesn't understand who would want to hurt him. He doesn't have any enemies that he knows of. And he knew that someone was messing with the brakes to his car. So he's trying to figure it out. And as we remember last week, Gossip Girl has been trying to team up with Nate to like help each other. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. He's considering it, but he hasn't actually made the deal with her yet. And then him and Chuck have a conversation. So he decides, okay, I will text her and say, what did you have in mind? So he gets a photo from Gossip Girl of Max at the scene of the crime with a load of cash in his hand. And Chuck tells him, I'll get the security footage from that night. Maybe we can feed through some stuff and find out some more information. Gossip Girl then says, well, I helped you. Now you need to help me. And the favor is to take down Serena's new column because apparently it's this like basic satire of how Gossip Girl ruined her life (laughs) pretty much. And why would Gossip Girl want that to be out there for the public to read? So Nate agrees to do this, but then tells Serena he's just delaying the launch. So I wonder if in the terms he was just, he told Gossip Girl, I'm going to delay this, or he actually would never plan to post it. I think he told Gossip Girl, Gossip Girl, I think he told Gossip Girl he's never going to launch it. Just to get the stuff, Just to say, hey, Mm mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give you a favor, at least for now. He didn't promise he'll never do it. Why didn't he fill Serena in on this? But I think he just, he did. He just filled her in a little too no, late. No, no, no. You should have done this <laughs> beforehand. Right. And so it's revealed that Trip, as we know, we all know, but Nate just is finding out from Gossip Girl that Trip is the one that drained the, the fluid from the car. And... They get William, Nate, and Serena to corner trip in this most ridiculously dramatic scene of super zooms. And it looks like Michelle and I were discussing like maybe Aaron wasn't like available all the time. And so they had to film their scene separately and with him, without him. It was so awkward zooming in on the faces and like the angles were like above chin, under chin. It was weird. Right there. It's kind of, you know, they're reprimanding him. So you're talking down Down and then he's supposed to be looking up. It was very 
weird, like you said, <laughs> and great. they should have if they weren't all together, which it very it very well seemed like they it w- they were not all together. They should have just shot it maybe more eye level or across the table. Right. You know, he's not a child. I get it that you're pissed good. at him. I don't know. It's it was bad. Yeah. I failed to mention though, we do have that public scene of Serena going into Nate's office, finding the gossip girl email, which I think was Nate's way of saying, let Serena find this. I'll have a way to get rid of her for Gossip Girl, but also use her to get rid of Gossip Girl <laughs> in a way. So Serena finds the finds the email. The assistant goes in and says, you shouldn't be in here. Nate then has cause to fire her. And so they they stage this public fire in the middle of the office so that Nate's assistant can get a photo of it to post on Gossip Girl. A video. Right. And say that she's fired. Okay, Gossip Girl, you basically got what you want. Nate did what you want. So they basically just, just tricked Gossip Girl this whole episode and then tricked tripped into thinking that Serena was actually on Tripp's side when right. she wasn't. So Tripp goes into his whole story about how he paid max which this is the deleted scene that we were getting last week that you know we did we didn't have in the episode so he paid max half of the money to drain the brake fluid and then after he did it he would have given him the other half but max ended up just leaving with the first half so trip had to do it himself which i guess is what gossip girl got footage of right so he claims i didn't want to kill nate i just like wanted to like get him in- into a little car accident so that he couldn't make it to the camp. I was just upset. Like, obviously, this is unforgivable. Right. And this is what we <laughs> predicted. We didn't want him dead. Yep. We just want him to not make it. Yeah. And they're like, you're such a slimy guy. We knew you would lie about the car accident, just like you did when you got into one with Serena. So then after that's all said and done, Trip decides he's going to turn himself in. Sure. And Nate says, hey, grandfather, I'm going to give you a piece of my mind and tell you that it's basically all your fault that Tripp did this. I mean, look at him. You've been pinning us against each other our whole lives. It's an art as a Vanderbilt tradition. And he's like, I'm going to find new buyers to back me. So you'll be getting a call from my lawyer. Okay, so here we go. Here's a little yeah, storyline for Nate. I'm going to try and make it on my own without any, my family's help, which is what he thought he was doing prior. But really, we knew it was the grandfather paying Diana. Uh, so yeah, this we'll see what happens with Nate. I I hope something. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to look at it in a more positive light of we're giving him something and maybe he'll break through. But now, yeah, I guess we'll just, I'm just curious a little bit, not really, like a tinge. <laughs> right, a tinge curious. Of how this will all go about. Right. Like, I don't know enough about the rest of the season if if this really has anything to do with the way it's going to go. Like, do we need this squabble? <laughs> did we need it or do we need like, it? Did we, did we need it here? Like, do we need it for later on? I'm not too sure. I think it's just to give Nate something. And it added to the the car crash. Right. For it had that element chair. for Chuck and Blair in there yeah. and the, losing the baby, which is the shine of the show at this point. Right. Yeah. Okay, so on to Blair, now that that is out of the way. It's the day, I guess, of her bachelorette party. Beatrice, her lovely sister-in-law-to-be, is in town. The two are chummy because it seems as though Beatrice was really there for Blair after she lost the baby. 
and Blair loves her so much now that she wants her to be a bridesmaid and come to her bachelorette party that evening. But it's like really low key dinner and drinks. Serena planned the whole thing. Beatrice is upset because she wanted penises and she wanted the American experience. The American experience, which don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> so Blair goes to confession while she's there. She's talking to her father, Father Smith. 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 Smythe? Smythe. Smythe. That's what it is. It's like it's in, it's pronounced like in Peter Pan. Smythe. Yeah. Smythe. 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 Um that she has been having dreams of another Chuck Bass. It's not her husband to be. She's trying to fight the urge. She's trying to listen to what her promise with God was and she's not going to go back to Chuck. And she tells this father that actually I'm going to fire Father Cavalia, who is the Monaco meanie priest that we are having an affair with Beatrice um, and we want Father Smith to be Smythe. Smythe! Why can't I get it? Calm Smith. Smith. I mean, this is literally going to be the only other time I'm saying it. (laughs) Um, She wants Father Smith Smythe to be there for her guidance and she wants to, when she becomes royal, she wants to fire Father Cavalia. Whatever. Whom she's speaking to Father Cavalia at this point. How we get did this it. switcheroo happen? I don't know. Did maybe he schedule a time and he was like, show up at this time and then Smithy Smithy's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to go out. I'm busy. Yeah. I was like, I'll fill in because we right. can do that. And my thought process was last week when you said, oh, I thought it was weird how the father was telling Blair, yes, you should do what your promise to God was. I was thinking, because I've seen this episode, I'm like, maybe it was him. But I'm like, maybe that would make no sense because he doesn't want the wedding to happen. It wasn't him. It was a different But it actor. wasn't him. Yeah. It wasn't Cavallo. It wasn't him. Cavallo. 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 Like Javalia, right? Remember that coffee? Yeah, Javalia. Those it's commercials. so fun to say. It is It fun rolls to say. off the tongue beautifully. Genovia. What's that? The Princess Diaries? Oh my gosh, total brain fart here. <laughs> yes. Oh, what a good one. Yeah, oh, so good. Me too. I love that movie. Okay. Clearly not enough, I can't remember it. No. Uh so at that moment it's revealed it's actually the meanie Father Cavalia. He's getting the dirt from Blair. And we have Beatrice meet with him at the church. They're talking about their plans of getting Blair really, really drunk at her bachelorette party so that she'll admit she loves Chuck and they'll get proof for Louis and like the wedding will be over. Mind you, this has really nothing to do. I mean, I guess Beatrice does benefit, but really this is benefiting Father Cavalia so he doesn't get fired because Blair says once she becomes royal, she's going to fire Father Cavalia. Okay. It's so stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, this whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, why does what but, is and, his role and the family here? doesn't really accept Beatrice. So it's like Beatrice is just doing this because she wants the father to stay as their royal advisor. Well, sleeping really? together too. Right. So But what would be the difference? He's like, Okay, well if if I'm if Blair, you know, and Louis marry, then I'm no more. It's like, Oh, you guys can still have an affair. So Yeah, but she wants the affair. He wants power to stay right. power. Right. So yeah. she's okay. not really benefiting right. from any of this, but she's going along with the plan. And Beatrice and Blair, they head out to pick up some macarons, but macaroons, as Blair said, which we were offended because if you really were saying it in a Parisian way, you would say macaron. Right? Right. 
Yeah, so she says macaroons. Um, but they're online. Beatrice is like, please have a traditional bachelorette. Come on, we'll go dancing and drinking. And But at that point, she sees Chuck who's lurking. Oh. Horribly off. It's almost like comical. It is because he tries to like tuck away, and all you see is his leopard collar of his coat. (laughs) Which interesting choice there. Interesting choice. We should leave it at that. (laughs) Yes. Um, mind you, this whole time, Gossip Girl has been quiet, so Chuck doesn't know what's happening with Blair. He's still determined to figure out what she's been up to. And during the time, too, Father Cavalia goes up to Chuck and says, I want us to stop the wedding. Uh, Here's the information to where Blair's bachelorette party is going to be. So later on, Chuck, when he sees Blair, tells her, oh, I know what your plans are going to be. And therefore, this makes Blair change to having a more traditional bachelorette party. And Beatrice is going to plan the whole thing. Right. We have a bachelorette party at Panchito's. It's a hopping bar slash club with lots of fun people. I'm into it. It's so much fun. The whole thing. We would never see Blair Waldorf normally at a place like this. I love it. But she was having so much fun. Her minions are there. And Beatrice, she's on a mission to get Blair extremely drunk. And they play these games with her. And the girls are, of course, cheating, which makes Blair drink more. Okay. These games they're playing, it's it's like secrets about Blair's ex-lovers. Which is so funny. How did she know the information? I don't know where she got this from. The Carter Bazin one, right? Carter Bazin and then... um, Marcus. Lord Marcus's favorite song, Where Do Broken Hearts Go? (laughs) And that Carter Bazin wore her underwear. And, she's and there like, might have been something else. She's like, no one even knows this. Serena doesn't even right, know so this. I don't know where Beatrice got this stuff from. And maybe she, Chuck. Maybe Chuck. So I don't know. Because it would make sense that Javalia, I'm going to call Javalia. him that. Javalia <laughs> and Beatrice. Oh, my God. This sounds like a band name. Hmm. Are working together with Chuck because Chuck is working with Javalia. But that's actually <laughs> maybe we didn't see that. I, it's not. Unless there's a, some sort a of deleted, deleted scene. scene. Because they never explain how Beatrice gets this information. There would be no way she would know this stuff. This thought just came to mm. me. Do you think it was worth it for Serena to be working no. with Nate? Go to your friend's bachelor at this bachelorette no. party. No. You but you just go to your bachelorette party. I mean she didn't once Nate cornered trip, she could be like, I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta be <laughs> gotta go. where I gotta be. My best friend's b- bachelor parties tonight. I gotta go. Yeah, I didn't feel like she was necessarily needed there because she didn't really have any purpose of explaining anything further than we didn't already know. She should have been at the bachelor. She should have been. And so uh, during the bachelor party, Blair, a very drunk Blair, has a conversation with Beatrice. She's like, we're cut from the same cloth. You're more schemy, almost more schemy than I am. And it's really funny. And Beatrice outright says, why are you marrying my brother if you're not in love with him? And Blair doesn't even like bat an eye. She's like, I do. I do love Louis. But there are some loves that, you know, you love that person differently because you can't be with them. This scene. Chef's guess. It was so good and the way she delivered it and it's so true she says you decide on how you love that person yes that line should just be plastered 
to everyone to see and read and remember and like a mantra. Yes. Not that I'm feeling anything like that, no. but I feel like that is just, I've felt that way before. Right. I choose this. Right. Just because, and Beatrice says, well, you can't choose who you love. And it's like, yes, I, you can't, but you can choose how you love how them. How you love them. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this was Blair's it's good. shining moment. And Beatrice liked that. She's like, you're right. You passed almost. You passed. And actually now I'm kind of second guessing Cavalia. Javalia. Javalia. And so Blair says, I, I do love Louis just in a different way that I love Chuck. And so Beatrice tries to sober her up, but Blair goes and steps outside. A patron gives her a joint. These cops come up to her and she thinks they're going to do a strip tease for her. And she's trying to play with their gun and they end up arresting her. Oh my God. Another great scene. Great scene. And Mike wanted to add, actually, when we were talking about it, that it was so interesting how super drunk she was one minute and then she went to the jail and she was sobered up. But then she was drunk again. (laughs) Yeah, because she ends up yelling at at Beatrice. Yes. And she's so sober. And we're like, whoa. Yeah, it was it was interesting. I know sometimes that when you have like a a serious situation, when you're drunk, you're like, I'm sober. Mm hmm. But then you don't get more drunk after that. No, usually you're, you snap <laughs> you, you out of stay, it. You stay sober. Yes, that was interesting. Um, during Blair's arrest, though, people are taking photos of her. Dan ends up coming to talk to Serena, which we'll get to. And Chuck ends up being there as well because Cavalia said, hey, come with me and try and get Blair to unveil her feelings for you. Blair, excuse me, Blair gets arrested. The Ajita. <laughs> how did maybe I missed it and you're gonna fill me in? Mm. How did Padge know nowhere? Yeah. Did Serena say, Oh, I'm gonna be here? Like text No. No. How did he know? Yeah, that? I don't know. I do not know. Is gossip girl back up? At this point. I mean, point? she might be like saying some things. But nothing like that anyone, I guess, is paying attention to that much. I I really don't know. That's a good question. Huh. So Blair is arrested. Beatrice, Serena, Dan, they all go there to get her out of jail. Beatrice tells Blair that she bought all of the phones off the patrons on the street so that no one would know she's arrested. And they have a sweet moment and a hug. And Blair does thank her and like she she thinks that okay you are a good person you weren't trying to sabotage me even though we all know she sort of was and then beatrice answers this answers the phone it's cavalia javalia on the other line and she tells him i'm not doing this anymore i'm not doing the scheme and i'm not doing us we're over like there's no point you're not going to leave the church for me and that's it and so this prompts him to call sophie which We'll have her be shipped off to Africa. True story. Sure. <laughs> yeah. By Beatrice. Wait, is she on the island? She is on the island. Are you- <laughs> My thoughts. Because yeah. I know you're dying mm-hmm, for them. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, she's going to be shipped off. But after the wedding. Why wouldn't she be at this wedding? Mm-hmm. We're both... She's gone. That's my- it. That's, That's it. what the wiki tells me. 
I actually see her quivering over there. It like hurts every time I hear about someone on the island. Who have I? Who was? Who have I been excited to go onto the island? Scott? No, I was really pissed off about that. Well, because it didn't make any sense, being that that was literally Aaron their Rose. child. Aaron Rose, we were happy to go on the island. Yeah, but it didn't make sense. But did, oh no, it didn't make sense because we were like that. Cyrus's son. Right. If we forget that point that he's Whatever. Cyrus's son. I don't have to go down that tangent. But okay, so she's so she's on the island she's in Africa. To decaf and Javali is canceled. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> continue <laughs> she switched to decaf and she's done after a long night we finally get blair to sleep the next day serena is a really mean friend she keeps toying with with blair i'm gonna open the windows and blair's like please don't We've i'm severely there. hungover been there yeah like be a good friend and don't open the fucking blinds like let me just be in my room today and then it's revealed that blair has dabbled in Louise wedding vows. They that, were in her dresser. In her drawer. In her drawer. And she's like, don't worry, Serena. I'm really secure in my relationship now. Everything Louise said, he totally gets me. We're fine. You can pretend to stop being in a relationship with Patch, okay? Wait. Why were they in it doesn't, the drawer? I don't know. <laughs> I think you're saying, why is Serena and Dan pretending to be oh, in a relationship? Well, I can't even okay. explain that. They were left there on purpose because Louis knew that Padge wrote <gasps> them. So she could find them and feel reassured. And feel better. That's it's a, very possible. There's no other explanation. Why the fuck would you leave right. your vows in your fiance's right. possession, essentially? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess he is living there technically when he's not traveling. But, like, you can put that anywhere. She said he left it in my desk drawer. Yeah, it's very Not very dresser. Studio. I exclaimed dresser yes, earlier. desk. But desk drawer. Yeah. No. So, good thought. I don't put it past him to have done that. Does that mean also that that's Padge's handwriting or Louise's handwriting? That's got to be Louise because I think mm. Blair would recognize. Yeah. Maybe he, Dan, like, typed it out for him and he just copied or he just, like, nice told him over the phone. He does have nice penmanship. I wouldn't expect that. Yeah, because it looked like the same handwriting that was on the letter, the little yeah, notebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. And our last scene with that, Father Cavalia, he just won't quit anymore. And he goes to see Chuck yet again to make yet another deal. And Chuck this time agrees. I might as well be a villain because she it thinks I'm a villain well. anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, we're regressing. Cool. I really wanted Chuck to be like, you know what? As much as I want to be with Blair and I need an explanation, this is not right. So I'm actually still going to hope that he, next next week he, he's not going to do some bad things. Yeah. Right. Liz Me is too. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, honey. <laughs> no, I, I wanted to believe Chuck, too. I want to believe that he's better than this. Mm. So we'll see next week. Mm-hmm. Serena. S by S is launching for The Spectator. Nate has bought cab ads to promote this. She is set to photog- photograph with said cab in just a little bit. Does sex in the city exist in this world? <laughs> I feel like it has to. It's How? Like the, it, it has to. There just was no it's like jokes the pre-gossip about it. girl. <laughs> it just, there were no jokes. I know. Like there should have been, oh, look who's the new Carrie. Carrie, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we could have done like that. Like in pop culture, they feel like you should mention, especially with her... You know, yeah. I mean, it's city and a column, and 
and her Rich picture girl. on the cab. I mean, yeah, and it's so true. But no, they they did they missed opportunity there. So she's walking around with Padge, talking about the photo session and also talking about their fake relationship. How much this has actually helped Serena write her column. It has great points about their past and fake present relationship and it's also keeping buzz on inside so dan's like all right with it at this point and then apparently her article you know was set to launch at 10 a.m all of her friends not all of her friends literally her family and dan are there to see this launch but the page we know has been taken down and so Serena goes to confront Nate, tells, and he tells her this is a marketing strategy. We're not ready to launch yet, as we know. And then later, Serena confronts Nate about Gossip Girl, which leads her to be publicly fired, which we find out later is the ploy to trick Gossip Girl and to trick Trip. That's hard to say. Trick Trip. Trip up Trip. Trip up Trip and uh, trap Trip in a lie. That's a lot of Trip 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 Trip. <laughs> we know Serena meets with Trip to hear a side of the story. He tries to pin it on Maureen, and this is when Nate and the grandfather come in. So a long night of trip, Blair at, getting Blair out of jail, Dan faking breaking up with her then at the jail, and then she calls Dan to tell Blair to tell him that Blair is home safe, as we know. He tells her, I really respect your article. I actually even had a lump in my throat. And uh, this fake relationship actually sounded pretty real. And so Serena's like, well, it wasn't all fake and he's like oh yeah yeah yeah. our history when we dated in the past and then she kind of alludes to like but there's some feelings still and he's like what what tell me tell me what serena and dan dan serena and she's like about to say something but then of course chuck interrupts and she doesn't get the chance in this article i have the whole article oh my god awesome yeah padge laughed and then laughed and then cried. Rufus also laughed. I was like, "Huh, that's good." I read it. I only Did you laugh. I laughed, like giggled in the first two sentences. So maybe that's what they're talking. About. Yeah, okay. it, I wouldn't. The rest of it, I was like, "Okay, you know." It sounded like Serena. Are you gonna? Sh- can I read it? Oh, absolutely. We can read share it. it in our Discord or something. Yeah, we can post. I can post on Patreon. We okay. can post it in the Discord. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. I want to read it. Yeah. Um. And to sum up, Dan. We know the buzz around him and Serena has been helping spark some interest with Simon and Schuster. They were wanting him to meet to do another book. Alessandra later tells him, actually, this relationship's kind of harming your new book because all they're going to want from you is this Upper East Side satire, and that's all you'll ever be. Dan calls Serena to tell her that basically you need to take me out of your column and she's like, well, actually, it's shut down anyway, so we're off the, we're in the clear for about, for about a minute. But, um, he goes to Simon and Schuster. They're raving about inside. They're raving about the column and how Serena and him are dating because Serena did end up releasing the column, and they just want him to keep dating Serena, and write a Upper East Side satire yet again, even though we know he had all these other western future ideas yeah it takes place 100 years now i really couldn't even focus i was too focused on the very 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 foggy (laughs) window and then the napkins wrapped around the (laughs) seltzer cans i'm assuming seltzer cans i like adding that life layer i wonder who was like yep this is what we got to do we were doing 
Right? Like I know you this brought just, nothing to this no, conversation, but, like but I could not. Like a Pepsi can around and not seeing like the label. No, but it's a choice. Like I hate a sweaty can. I'm not oh, going to yeah. lie. Absolutely hate it. So you had to wrap napkins around it. Continue. It's I, a conscious choice. No, it is. I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't take my eyes off. <laughs> it was just basically a just brief conversation about how yep. they love how Serena's portraying this relationship and they want him to keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, keep the relationship going. Yeah. But then later on, Rufus is reading the article. As we know, he's laughing, thinks it's great. And he's like, well, Dan, uh, you know, if this is going to help your career, that's one thing. But if you're faking a relationship, that there's no sense to pretend in this. So Dan heads to tell Serena, I have to fake break up with you. It's not you. It's my book. Serena acts like she understood. <laughs> I wouldn't want to jeopardize your career. Well, she did understand. <laughs> she did in that moment. <laughs> that second, but that's about it. Well, because our last few scenes, Padge and Serena after Blair tell Serena she doesn't, need to date Padge anymore. Serena then calls the next day and says, Blair told me we have to date until the wedding. At the wedding, after the wedding's over, we can break up. Right, because Blair said, oh my God, Louis understands me. He knows me. I felt, I pretty much feel seen and Mm -hmm. I love it. And Serena's like, oh my God. And then the never give up situation. Yes. And Chuck, she has a scene with Chuck. That's where Chuck says you don't, you don't, Give up on the people that you love. Blair taught me that. Right. So she's getting it from Chair, mm-hmm. which influences her. She just feels jealous. She's just left out and jealous. Well, it's just real sad, honestly. It's and so sad. it's so sad. And she really feels like, well, there could be something there. We do. Why wouldn't it work? It worked. And mm-hmm. it's working in our fakeness. I just can't believe. Like, what is what is she going to say? Like, oh, yeah, Blair. We're going to keep this up. She's going to tell Blair, like, oh, Dan actually wanted this to happen. So, yeah. like, it- next week, I don't even know if I should tell you this, but next week mm-hmm. at the wedding, Serena says something to, to the effect of, like, Chuck and Blair have this just like Dan and I have this. Oh, my God. And I'm like, Serena, you're not even there. You're not. E-. She's like, it's like we're magnetic. Like, you and, and Chuck keep getting pulled together just like Dan and I. And I'm like, no. No, that's no. not the case. And I literally laughed out loud. And I'm like, I can't even hold it in to talk yeah, about next week. So I just had to say sad. that now. I'm like, Serena, this guy sad. doesn't want to be even, with you. Even on the phone, Padge was like, I guess that's okay. But it's only till the wedding, oh, right? Right. That's it. Like, it's a chore. Whoa, it's so yeah. It's so sad. It's painfully Listen, sad. You know how, because I kept thinking about this, the grand gestures, like in our favorite movies and TV shows with yeah. certain couples, we're like, we love the grand gestures. And so usually I'm about it. So Serena, perhaps this could be like a weird grand gesture. No. And Chuck being like, I'm a villain and I'm going to do this shady shit could be a grand gesture for love. In this show, the grand gestures <laughs> do not sit right with they me. Don't. At all. I know. I'm trying to think of all of the ones that we've had so far and it's they're they're lackluster in comparison to the way things make you feel in other I think because they don't come from a good place. I think the only other one of Because it's Chuck and 
Chuck and Blair. Well, yeah, Aaron Rose did the grand gesture, but it was creepy. We didn't like we that. We did not like that. In Times Square, right? We did not with like Serena. that with her pictures. We did I, not I did like not, that. That is, that's, no, 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 no. It was strange. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then to make matters worse, or if you're a pair stan, better, um, it's revealed that Dan was actually the one to have wrote Louise vows for him and Louise sends him this book and a note to thank him. Why that did he, is why did up. why did Padge do this? Did he do this to get his feelings out for Blair? Why would he do this? And this so when so Louis ridiculous. reads them and Blair could cry, Padge would be like, wow, that's actually me. Yeah, and then how shitty would you feel sitting in the audience seeing him read the things I know. that you feel about this person, basically. And, and then like will it does it come out like, oh, I actually wrote your vows? Right. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm assuming this, it will. Here's the thing. If this was a long con, if this is a long con and Padge and Blair end up together, I am fucking here for it. <laughs> this is great. Because like, wow, he was the Pear, one. I know. This, this like oh, gesture, yeah. right? So that's a gesture. This, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. But it's I'll, weird. I'd be here for it. But as you all know. It's fucked up though. I feel chair is zen game. I know you do. Here we go. Think drinking but game. But I don't, it's a little, um, it's not doesn't sit right as much as I love Pear. I don't like the fact no. that he did that. And you're supposed Why to be, would you say yes? In his mind, he must be like, I love Blair so much. I want her to have the most beautiful day ever. I guess. Do you, and then I was like, A maybe, selfless thing, but not. Maybe there was a consultation. Tell me some things, bullet point it, and I'll fluff it up. Right, right. Like he was like the... The father in the situation like whoever is yeah. gonna marry then you get to know the bride and groom type deal and he's like all right louis you tell me some things but it doesn't seem that way right <laughs> right because when i read you the vows which you're gonna read which i'm gonna read now yay you will see our lovely listener sahara sent uh the vows as long as as well as some after dark stuff but they said well the Vowel, full vowels are actually available if we were curious. Just last year, a fan actually tweeted at Joshua Safran asking if he still had them. Safran then tweeted at the writer in charge of that, and she did, in fact, still have them. Wow. Yes, I think they give a real insight into Dan's feelings for Blair. And so they linked the um, post, the tweet, which I can also link, but it's short, so I will read it. It states... In the film Sabrina, Audrey Hepburn says, I learned how to live, how to be in the world and of the world, and not just to stand aside and watch. I will never, never again run away from life or love either. Well, it may sound a bit strange, I feel exactly the same way as Sabrina, and it's all because of you, Blair Waldorf. You have taught me how to live, how to enjoy everything the world has to offer. You have brought out this side of me I never thought existed. I realized before you, I didn't truly know how to live. I was expected to do things and be a certain kind of person, but the truth is that the person was someone I actually didn't like all that much. He didn't laugh. He didn't have fun. He didn't fully participate in life. But once I met you, Blair, on that fateful day at the Musée des Orsay, Orsay, sorry, guys, things have been different. I've been different. You have allowed me to stop for a moment and breathe and to not just be an onlooker who watches others live. The person I am with you is the one I actually like. 
One who I am proud to be. It's your love and your lightness that has changed me. For the better, when I'm with you, like Sabrina, I have the impulse to do things, things I never in a million years thought I would do. I'm no longer going to resist those urges. I'm going to live, and luckily for me, you will be by my side every step of the way. Wow. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. Can you imagine Louise saying all that, though? No. Dan, for sure. A little bit, not the Sabrina stuff. You know, he doesn't know that. He doesn't even know who Sabrina is. Um, <laughs> wow. And for someone who didn't, I don't know, like we're, last week we're thinking Padge and her having an affair and now we're hiring the guy to write the vows. So it doesn't make any, why would you do this again? You might as well just went to Chuck to get the, the, the vows. I still don't understand why these two people are still going on with this engagement into uh, the marriage. Well, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, I don't because like we have this to draw out story <laughs> chair even longer and longer. But it's not in good. No, it's not. Stance like it's no, not. It's not good. It's not exciting. I don't think I've disliked a plot that's gone on for this long so much on this show. Let me ask you before yeah. we go to break because I know yeah. that we're going to break soon. But we talked about this before at nauseum. I'm sure. No, not about <laughs> about Seth and Summer. Seth and Summer, and how they didn't have enough time apart, and they didn't date enough people. I didn't first. I felt that way a little bit, but you were very headstrong about that. And even Adam mm. Brody talked about that. I know. Me and Adam have the uh, same opinions. Uh, on those OC great. bitches. So here, maybe because there's less. I don't know. These two have been apart now for so long, and yeah. we know they're supposed to be together. Yeah, and they've dated others. So would you prefer Seth and Summer to have what these two have right now? Oh. It'd be different because they're not Seth well, and Summer. Not I mean, the world would be di- exactly the world would be so different. Um, you know, I I guess I would just a little bit, not just as a much, little right? bit, not as much. Like we now know confirmation. That Blair loves Zoe a different way. She's she's trying to love him the way she thinks best. Louis, he has some. He needed to have someone else write his vows for him. A person who, mind you, we've seen is in love with her, and he, like I guess Louis has to know that he does know that. So like to say, can you write how you feel about her, and then I'll read those things. Like it doesn't. It doesn't. It's so disingenuous. It's so bad. It's just not interesting well, to me. Right. Like Blair loves Louis the way Louis loves Blair at this at point. At this point. At this point. So yeah. I guess they're made for each other right oh, now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. The. I mean, Seth and Summer do have the dating other people, the extremely brief points. Also, they were in high school. These people are like, in quotes older but it's just so much it's on such a different playing playing field here because everything is like everything's like high stakes like this is the one love i'll ever have and this is like the one time i'll ever like it every and every episode it's the same blair is saying i don't want to have feelings for chuck chuck saying why can't we be together? Louise wrapped up in it. We all know she doesn't love Louis like she loves Chuck. I just, I'm bored. Yeah. I'm so bored. 
And I can't think back to a time on this show that it lasted this long that I am bored. Like there was, sure we've there were a lot of stuff. There were a lot like, of stuff. Like we hated, I don't know why the army hammer stuff keeps coming back to my Ugh, brain. Gross. We hated that. It didn't last for like that long. I'm trying to think of like the Aaron Rose stuff didn't last for that long. Like the stuff that we're dragging out, like the William stuff, the Vander Woodson, that stuff dragged out a little bit, but not like this. And then when Serena was like awful <laughs> during that time, it didn't drag out. I feel like as much as this, this storyline has been happening since season end of season three because it's their love story. It's not a love. No, story. I know, but it's their love story. So it's the grand real big story of this show i know it's just not interesting no, it doesn't resonate for both for it us. doesn't but on that note we're gonna take a short break when we come back we're gonna be with our patron megan which i'm excited to hear her thoughts on this episode on what we just discussed because i want to know if she feels like this plot is exciting yeah or not and um of course we have other questions to ask her so uh we'll be right back All right, you know the drill. We are back from break with our fairly new patron, Megan. Welcome to the podcast. Yay. We're so excited. I'm so happy we get to speak with you. And I'm... It's delightful that you are actually a fairly new pledge. And this is your first time on one of our TB episodes. So welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited and a little bit nervous. So just bear with me. (laughs) Oh, you're going to be great. Trust me, you'll be great. You'll be great. We're having a conversation with girlfriends, you know? Exactly. About this episode. This episode. Oh, this episode. What did yeah. you think of this episode, Megan? Because you know- there were some good parts, but yeah, her face says it all. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so on the fence about this episode because for one, I adore drunk Blair. She is the best. She was so just like happy and enthusiastic and set to, you know, I'm sexy and I know it. I love was it. Perfect. But then I hated so many other pieces of it. I'm not going to lie. Mostly Chuck trying to turn back into a villain. Um, Dan deciding that Blair's bachelorette party was the perfect time to bust in and try and break up with Serena for some reason. Yeah, yeah. You know, it just it, Serena basically ditching the bachelorette party in order to pull this stunt on trip, which like y'all, both of those things could have waited until tomorrow. Yep. But yeah. ultimately, I love the drama. I love the drama of the whole thing. But man, some poor decisions were made. We're pretty much on the same page. Mm-hmm. That's exactly like verbatim <laughs> how we feel and what we spoke about in the first half. Yeah, pretty like, much. It's, that's very nice. We're all like, like-minded <laughs> people right now. Yeah, like why couldn't Serena just wait till tomorrow to help out with the trip stuff? Or they could have just handled the trip stuff on their own. I don't, like her involvement right. in it was not necessary. And like, that's your best friend's bachelorette party. You best be there. Right, but historically, Serena is not the best about being there for her friends and her family when they need her. So it's not out of character it's Even not. if it is frustrating. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's 100% accurate. 
Now, your boyfriend was the one that got you involved in Gossip Girl to begin with? He was. So I used to be a bit of like a teen drama show denier, like a little bit of a hater. I didn't watch it very much. And you know, I was just always like, whatever, that stuff is just not for me. Um, and then when we first started uh, just even talking to each other before we were even actually dating, I was like, oh, hey, so like, tell me about like your taste in music and like, what do you listen to? And he was like, oh, no, like, forget music. Let me tell you about these podcasts that I listen to. And he told me about Let's Talk OC. And so it's like, you really need to watch the OC. And then I was like, okay, all right, I'll binge it. And then he was like, okay, and then we need to also add Gossip Girls. We need to add this. We need to have Vampire Diaries. We need to add um, uh, Friday Night Lights was one of them as well that he encouraged me to binge. So, hey, if it weren't for him, I never even would have watched the series. So, Oh, my god, That is like the sweetest thing. Yeah, props to him for getting me to step out of my comfort zone. And now I absolutely love team dramas. I'm about it. What would be your, what was your favorite sort of style of television before watching teen dramas then? Um, I watched like, I, I mentioned a little bit um, when I was talking to some other folks from um, Patreon, but I've watched a lot of like reality, like garbage reality television shows. Yeah. So I, I should have understood that I would have liked <laughs> dra- like teen drama shows, but for some reason I never gave it a shot, but just watching a bunch of garbage reality shows. And then I used to just watch a lot of stand-up comedy. And that was pretty much all I watched. So I, I needed to step out of my mold a little bit. Interesting. I love stand-up comedy. I'm so happy to hear that because I, my husband and I watch a lot of stand-up comedians and stand-up specials. And I feel like there's no one in my life that also watches. It's always <laughs> me and him be like, oh, and then my, I'll ask my friends like, oh, do you catch this? They're like, no. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, cool. I don't do the stand-up. Yeah, you don't either. Yeah. No one... Randy would, but I, no, I never really, unless someone's physically like, let's watch this special, I'll be like, okay. Oh, yeah, no, I'll, <laughs> I I seek them out. But out of all the teen dramas you've watched so far, do you have a favorite? I do. It's the OC. Yes. It's Good OC. choice. Of the OC. And I, I absolutely love Gossip Girl. And they both have their very frustrating moments, obviously. Oh, for sure. But um, just like the question that you had asked maybe just only a number of weeks ago, if I were to choose between living in one of those universes, I would absolutely choose the OC. I think the characters themselves, while flawed, definitely had some really redeeming qualities across the board. And I just absolutely loved all the adult characters in that show, yeah. too. Also funny and super relatable. Um, you know, there was a lot, there was a lot more, well, I guess you can't necessarily say realistic <laughs> drama, but some of the family drama was a bit more realistic. Yeah, Definitely. For sure. I mean, we yeah, we've always said that's it's such just on a different level of how this show Gossip Girl is a soap opera. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and the OC is just um yeah, it's more relatable even though we might not all like live in Orange County and have money and what have you, but the characters are, you can see yourself a lot more in those people than I think you could see yourself in these people. Right. Yeah. But same creator, like same minds. Yeah. Sort of in a way, but it's just, yeah, it, it's funny. Um, so OC. All right. But don't get me wrong. I absolutely adore Gossip Girl. I've been really. <laughs> There's room for love for all. Yeah. <laughs> what did you, did you have a favorite character when you first watched? Have you only watched it one time through? Yeah, this is my first time. So I, I've 
hustled to try and catch up with you guys. So now as I'm watching with you guys, I'm like a newbie with each episode. So this is my first watch through. Um, and, and I guess my my favorite character has been the same since I started, um, which is Blair. Yeah. But she's had a really strong evolution since where we started to where we are now, as far as who she is as a person. And she's not, I mean, she still schemes, but she's not as schemy as she once was. And I mean, I just think her personality, I think she has good intentions the majority of the time, even if she goes about things the wrong way and her fashion style is perfect. If I could just take her closet and put it in my closet, my goals right there. So sidebar, did I ruin who Gossip Girl was for you? I already knew that's the okay. one ever been spoiled for me. <laughs> Gossip Girl was who Gossip Girl is. Okay. So, you know, I was like, well, I know who it is, but still worth watching. And I don't understand how we're going to get there. But apparently we do. <laughs> OK, because for some reason, I, I had the stupid assumption that you had seen the entire series. And so I was like, X, Y and Z, if you want to give me the reasons. And now you just said that. And I was like, fucking panicking, like literally <laughs> fucking panicking. <laughs> No, I I already knew that. I already knew that. That was not a spoiler, fortunately. Okay, good. Okay. An article ages ago, back when I assumed I'd never watched the show, and I was like, oh, okay, and then continued on with my day. Okay, good. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh my god, sweating, sweating over here. I've had I've had this happen to me twice in the past. We had um the two sisters Theo and Cordy, who will also be on the podcast later in the uh, season. But when I was emailing back and forth with them. And for some reason, I interpreted as she had never seen it after I already told her X, Y, and Z is Gossip Girl. And then I was like waiting for her to answer me. And she waited like a couple of hours. And I'm like, is she mad? Oh, my God. I'm dying. Is she mad? I ruined who Gossip Girl was. But she was like, no, I know. I know. I'm like, oh, my God, Alyssa, get it together. So funny. (laughs) All right. Let's go into some questions. We'll start with Mike. What is the funniest thing you've seen a bachelor or bachelorette party do while you were out at a bar? (laughs) You know, that one's a little hard, I guess. I mean, I love, I I really love whenever everyone comes in costume. So that's, you know, what I usually find most funny. And I guess it wasn't one that I personally saw, but I did see it on TikTok. And it must be something people are doing more frequently now. It must be a trend or something. But full groups of bachelorette parties dressing as Guy Fieri. What? Yes. Wig and I'm obsessed with that. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Flame shirts, the wigs, the sunglasses. And one of the ones I saw, uh, (laughs) someone like drove by and was videotaping it through a car window and was like, hey, you guys going to Flavortown? Oh, my God. finger guns they were like yeah it was amazing like that's amazing I, that's i'm a so- little jealous i have to say can we do that for mine yes we can <laughs> didn't isn't uh kristen stewart asked him to officiate her yes wedding? i saw I this too wedding yeah that's great he does wouldn't that be amazing yeah. at, at least they televised it i hope that he does yeah yeah right oh I thought that was so funny. I saw that on socials somewhere, too. And then he responded like, yeah, I would totally do it. I would love to see that. That's great. Perfect. So funny. Uh, I can't think of anything specific that stands out in my mind that was like that crazy. But Mike has a story. He said, once I was at a pub and I saw someone wearing a chicken suit and there were a group of guys with the chicken. The chicken ended up being a female and she was having a bachelorette party with her five 
best guy friends. And each of the guy friends were wearing a shirt with the face of one of her ex-boyfriends. She was also handing out Mardi Gras beads, which I happened to snag one and got a video of her putting them on me. Ooh, that's fun. That's fun. That's really that fun. fun. Like wearing all of your ex- I mean, she's got five exes. So wow. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not a lot in hindsight. Well, it's but- like worth them getting a shirt. Yeah. You know? That's funny. That's funny. That's a that good is- story. Yeah. Will asks, Michelle, what is one predict that you have for the wedding? Oh, my God. It's going to be a shit show. (laughs) Well, my one predict is that, well, Chuck is going to try and ruin it. And Javalia Cavalia. She's been calling him (laughs) Javalia. I can't get his name right. Javalia is going to marry them. Yes. Um, I'm assuming. We'll see. You don't have to let me know. (laughs) I'm assuming he's going to be a part of it. So I think he'll have insight and intel for Chuck and then Chuck will yeah Chuck's gonna try and take it down I feel like that's a very broad but you know what I'm so distracted what is happening here (laughs) her hair has like a a poof okay Okay. so Megan have you dabbled in next week's episode have you only watched up to here I only watched up to here because I wanted to be able to do make predictions and not be influenced by the next episode. That was smart. So Yay. what do you think is going to happen for the wedding? Now, obviously, you know, Chuck's whole line, well, you know, if she thinks I'm a villain, then I might as well be. He's obviously, Michelle's right. He's clearly going to try and sabotage it. I, I'm 100% on the train that I think Chuck and Blair are endgame. And I would not be surprised even with him purposefully trying to sabotage the wedding if she leaves Louis for him at the altar. Ooh. I had this thought, Megan, and maybe you, I can have your insight on it. So Chuck, right, he's been progressing and we're like, yay, you're becoming a better person. And even though he said that line of, oh, she thinks I'm a villain anyway, there's a part of me that's still hoping that he's going to be like, you know what? I can't actually mess this up. Like, can we actually show the growth or is he just this is him. Yeah. You know? I don't, reverting all the way back to how we used to be would be so unsatisfying. And you guys yeah, are going to. so boring. <laughs> I'm a chair stand. You, you guys are. are. <laughs> oh, that's okay. We accept is all. Is it because you feel that, I mean, I guess in a weird way, I do feel that they're probably best for each other, even though I love pair, but. I know. I guess I'm convinced they're not. Pair is not going to happen. So I guess I guess Chuck is the best. Right. Case. In your mind, like yeah. what else is left? Right. In the beginning, when they were both so terrible of people, you know, I thought to myself, and I think that's why I stand them was because I was like, you know, they're made for each other. No one else is going to accept them for how they are. Mm-hmm. And then Blair started to grow and Chuck really did not and now that his growth is catching up with him i'm right back on the chair wagon like i i hope he doesn't slip back and i hope that they continue to grow and then they just end up together i don't know there's something about the magnetism between the two of them like the really like easy chemistry that they have and how they and each other so well and i understand obviously dan understands blair really well too obviously with these wedding vows Oh. Uh, but I feel like Dan puts Blair up on a pedestal and 
I don't know if she can always live up to that expectation where Chuck would love her no matter what happens, even if she does get steamy and even if she does slip back into her old ways, he would still be there for her. Yeah. You're the thought of the pedestal is a common tweet post comment um, when people are talking about Dan and Blair on socials. Like, they why would that work? Because Dan always puts Blair on the pedestal. And if she does one wrong move, he's going to be like, well, that's not who I thought you were. Mm, right. But Chuck, he accepts all of it. And she accepts all of him, obviously. I mean, it's just such a st- every episode with that them professing their love to each other in the in the car. And then <laughs> the next episode, her literally being like, why are you here? I can't stand you. And I'm like, what? is happening because it's their love story it's but it's not a good love out. story no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. you know we, we don't have to get back into it we're not I feel like we talked about it too much in the first half but <laughs> it's their love story well i hope for your sake megan that chair is end game and they have a happily ever after <laughs> yeah. what do you think about the louise stuff though i feel this whole thing has gone on way too far I'm over it. It needs to just be a thing of the past. Louis needs to go. Bye-bye for me. I wholeheartedly agree. I could have done away with Louis episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Like, even when she first started having doubts, that would have been a fine enough time for me to go ahead and cut it off. Yeah. You know, yeah. I it all the way to the wedding. I had, I never would have predicted we would have made it all the way to the actual wedding day. And when yep. we had that kind of trippy transition after the car accident and she was back with him and they were planning the wet. I was like, is this a fever dream? I don't understand what's happening. Why is, why are we dragging this on even further than it needs to go? But yes. it's, it's, it, it's not that at, in the beginning I was like, wow, okay, this is great for Blair. You know, she's got her Prince Charming. She's always looked at herself like a princess and that's all fine and great. But when he's not, now kind of spiraling and continuing to do these questionable things. Otherwise, then he's just kind of boring. Right. Yeah. It's just boring all boring. around. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> it's boring. Jess says, why do you think Beatrice really stopped the plan? What do you think? Ooh. You know, I really do think that Beatrice has developed a strong friendship with Blair. I think that, you know, they had that conversation when they were uh, at breakfast towards the beginning of the episode where they talked about how it was sad that it took the miscarriage to bring them together. And it seemed really genuine. And when she's speaking with Cavalia in the church, you can see before she even mentions it, the look of doubt on her face and, and that it wasn't really something that she was looking to do. And then, of course, when she tells him, hey, you know, I know you're never going to leave the church. That all seemed quite genuine as well. I think she's grown to actually care about Blair. And that's kind of changed her perspective away from, you know, trying to keep Cavalli in the church and trying to maintain their relationship and, and trying to get power. I think she's maybe putting relationships above power now. Yes. Yeah, that's so well said. And and I think she really does care for her brother. Like deep down, like she passed the test. Mm-hmm. You know, and she said that it's like, oh, you actually do care for my brother in one way or another. And right. I don't want to be evil. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think I think it was just Cavalia and the the process of her 
I guess, loving Cavalia? Does she love him? I guess she's enough to want to be with him. And <laughs> Did she, he, though? I, I don't, don't know. know. But I guess she got wrapped up in that. I don't think she's necessarily an evil person. She yeah. might be like the the family screw up, but I don't think she's like that that vindictive and and mean and mean. Yeah. Um the mastermind. Just, yeah, right. It was him. Jess says that Blair's denial of feelings for Chuck was not at all believable. What do you guys think? To Beatrice? Or maybe to herself? Or maybe to Chuck himself? Yeah. I mean, I know it's not, right? But I felt the scene of her explaining, like what we were just saying, to Beatrice at the bar was pretty good. I mean, that whole, I thought that speech was so good of, you know, you can choose how to love someone and when to love them. And I felt that, I felt that was, I feel like Blair does believe that in them. I really did believe her in her drunken stupor. Right. And like they, when you drunk, when, when you drunk, when you're drunk, it's like a truth serum. Right. Most of the time for most people. So what you're saying is kind of like how you truly feel. And so Beatrice was thinking she was going to get, Oh no, I love Chuck. I want to be with him and leave Louis. I don't love him, but she was like, no, I love them both. I just love them differently. I don't feel the love or see the love with Louis. No, <laughs> still. <laughs> no. no, it's not. That part is not believable for me that she has any shred of love for this person, but it's a different love. It's an obligation love. Yes, it's obligation. And it's also like, wow, Louis, you do care for me. We've been through a lot. When you go through all those things with someone, there is a love there. Yeah. It's just not the in love. Yeah, I'm not in pa- passionately in love with you. Can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you. Right. It's not that. Yeah. Do you think you would, did, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, would you or did you and your spouse write your own vows at your wedding, Michelle? <laughs> uh, so, yes. Aunt and I, we got married in a courthouse. And but the morning of before we did that, we went to the beach. We I gave we exchanged our vows. I wrote them out. We didn't say them to each other. Like kind of gave letters, and yeah. then that's when I gave him his ring. So, so in a way, did. you in wrote way. your own vows. Yeah, and I quoted uh, stuff from TV shows, <laughs> like lines <laughs> from TV shows in there. That's sweet. Yeah, I I don't know if I would be able to read my own vows and. F- and get through them. I don't know. I might just, yeah, maybe like a letter would be sufficient. Like I don't need to, to say them. I don't know. What would you do, Meg? You know, I'm, I don't want to say I'm an emotional person, but I'm an easy crier. I'm an easy crier. I think I would have a a really hard time making it through it and not just like blubbering through the entire thing. I'm not opposed (laughs) to it, but I would be an absolute mess. So maybe not, just to save the makeup and all yep. of that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then it's like, but then on the flip side, okay, if so, the officiant is saying your vows to your person, I feel like then I still would be blubbering and crying. Yeah. <laughs> and then hearing what they say about you. Like, it's it's a very emotional thing. And I feel like it's, a, it's almost like a very private thing you know that's exactly why aunt and i wanted it just to be us and have that exchange with each other 
And plus, I knew I would cry anyway. Yeah. So I didn't want to. <laughs> right. Do you're that. still going to cry regardless on the day, yeah. whatever you're doing. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I want to know what you did, Jess. Did you write your own vows? Uh, do you think it will come out that Dan wrote Louise vows to Blair? <laughs> Absolutely. It's going to come out. It's, it's coming gossip, out. Girl. Going to come out. And I want to think maybe it'll come out next episode. And that's what might cause the doubts prior to the actual ceremony for Blair and thinking, well, he never really did understand me. You know, he had someone else. He couldn't even write his own vows for me. He had to hire someone to do it. And then I think in that moment, that might be enough of a doubt for her to to leave, to not go through with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming out. Oh, it's coming out. <laughs> it has to come out. Oh, yeah. They're going to use it at the perfect time, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Megan, how many times? Well, we kind of know this, but how many times have you watched Gossip Girl? And this we is- know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First time. And we know who you ship. You ship hair. And mm-hmm. your favorite character is Blair. So I've got all of uh, Jess's questions out of the way. Thanks, Jess. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. <laughs> Vic says, do you think Chuck will help the priest or is he playing him? I never know with Chuck. Ooh, that's a good thought. I didn't even consider that one. You know, I don't think he's necessarily playing the priest. I think that at any point in time, he would probably deviate from whatever that priest plan is to suit his own agenda. I don't think... He's necessarily working with the priest. Maybe they will work together until it no longer suits Chuck, and then he'll ditch him and abandon him and potentially betray him, depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, good thoughts. Good yes. Thoughts. Michelle agrees. Yeah, I agree. Vic mentions if you were Taylor from the OC and you went to the Upper East Side, how would you, who would she date and who would she be friends with? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Vic knows that. Taylor is my favorite character from the OC. So this question is close to home. Oh my God. (laughs) No, I would think, I would think that Serena would let Taylor in with open arms. I think that they could have a good relationship just because Serena can be very much um, more accepting than perhaps some of the other folks Mm -hmm. might be. Yes. He's in one and two and three Blair probably would not have anything to do with Taylor. She would not want Taylor anywhere near the stairs. She's too weird. She's too quirky. She's too much of a brainiac. Um, I think nowadays though, with the way even she's just handling her relationship with Beatrice, that Blair might be a little bit more open to Taylor uh, in this current state in her life than maybe back in high school. Um, I think other than that, Taylor and Dan would get along really well. They both love reading. They both love old movies. They both love foreign movies. I think Mm. that theirs would probably be the best friendship between all the cast members. Yeah, that's a good one. I could see her like hanging out like with Rufus at the loft and like her and Dan like talking smack about whatever movie. And I think Taylor would come off super strong, but then Padge eventually would be very much into it. Yeah, I think he would she would get him out of his shell a little bit. Yeah. I wish this could exist. Right. That would be a sweet friendship. I know. And maybe Taylor and Blair could in time become friends and bond over their love of Perry. Yes, right? they have that. They no. have that in common. Yeah, I could even see her 
maybe working, not necessarily working at like the spectator, but doing something like high power and like bossing Nate around and saying like, no, you need to do this, this and this. Yes. (laughs) Oh, Taylor's so great. She's a great character. Wonderful. I love her. Yeah, we love her too. So if you could bring one Gossip Girl character to a Hallmark Christmas movie, who would it be? Gosh, you know, the Hallmark Christmas universe is so wholesome. It's hard to imagine (laughs) some of these characters. I know. Christmas movie. Honestly, I think the best one would probably be Rufus. That's what I was was going to say. say. Yes. I was going to say. It has to be. He's the strong male figure who went from being in, uh, you know, kind of a, you know, he was in a rock band and he was a rebel. And now, you know, he's looking for love and he always wears the plaids. I just feel like, (laughs) you know, yeah, like love later in life. And it's almost like the story of him and Lily, like she's the one who's kind of like needs to take a a relaxation. In most of those Hallmark movies, it's always the woman who's the high-powered executive who needs to, you know, find her love for Christmas or whatever it might be. And, you know, Liz, uh, she was a, um, Lily was kind of like a boss babe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah for sure. It's someone to, to level her out. Oh yeah, God, that would be, good. that's a perfect, the perfect Hallmark Christmas movie. I love that. Yeah. Super wholesome. And then she's got like the kooky mother and, <laughs> uh-huh, and the kooky sister yeah. and all this drama. But in the end, love wins, I guess. <laughs> Loving Christmas. Yes. Uh, Michelle, what did you do for your bachelorette party? If you could tell us. <laughs> My bachelorette party was so fun. It was. Liz, it was one of the best. it. So why don't you tell oh, what so, you guys did? Yeah. Actually, funny enough, we went into New York City because it's only a hop and a skip. <laughs> from where we live and we stayed at a hotel a bunch of us girls and we went out for uh did we go to korean barbecue that night we did and then we went to this club does not exist anymore but it was called the culture club and it was a three-story club the first story played 80s music the second played 90s and the top played early 2000s which was like the vibe and all the drinks were like Era, the era of yeah. it was like Mar- Mario Kart and like just like really I know cool and they stuff. had but only the 80s and 90s floor was open I think yeah They're but early. they still played 80s 90s yeah. and 2000 oh God, it so and fun. it was so much fun and then the next morning we got brunch we did and there that's what was you do. six of us five of us seven of us I think it was. Uh, we had two rooms. We had two rooms. It was great. And I told them, Maybe I was like, all I want to do is go to the city and dance. That's all I want to do. You <laughs> you come up with the rest, and you did an amazing. Oh my amazing god, job. we got Dominoes at like three o'clock we in the sure morning. Did. <laughs> we sure did. We're in New York with the best pizza, and we get Dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh my god, that was the because that's what you do when you're drunk. You eat Dominoes. Yeah, it was so. Fun. <laughs> but it was really fun, yeah. and I hope to recreate another night like that soon yeah for you we need it no i just mean in general but yeah oh, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah um and what is everyone's hangover cure to be honest any of you have ever oh sorry what is everyone's hangover cure we'll we'll start there oh when you get a hangover in your 30s you out for a week you're out for a week <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's not good Ugh. there's nothing that helps either actually 
recently my my brother-in-law's sister got married and in her like welcome package she packed liquid iv which is essentially just like a shit ton of sugar and vitamins it's like uh an electrolytes is what it is and so she put that in our like care packages and so before we went to the wedding that night we chugged water with that in it and then before i went to sleep i chugged it with that in it and i honestly didn't have a hangover the next day so maybe that's the secret Mm -hmm. they do make like actually like hangover cure like packets i'm I'm assuming it's probably just electrolytes yeah you know i have not drank to the point of getting a hangover in a very very (laughs) long time because i don't want to feel like shit the next day so i don't even know what would work technically for my 30s because we don't even need to go into like, I'll drink and then I get sick. And I don't even drink a lot because I don't eat enough food. And y'all don't need to <laughs> yeah, hear Michelle's it. stomach is very I'm, sensitive. Yeah. But I would say usually I just want savory breakfast in the morning. Mm-hmm. And that's it. What yeah. about you, Meg? You know, kind of the same thing for me as far as savory breakfast is concerned. But I assume it would still work just as good. I haven't also gotten drunk to the point of hangover in a number of years. But yeah. yeah. There is this place that I used to go to that sold breakfast burritos that were like the size of your forearm, enormous. And they were shoved so full with, I swear it was like 90% seasoned potatoes and the rest were eggs and like bacon and stuff. And I always felt if I just rubbed that real hard, it would just soak up the alcohol, right? (laughs) Right. You definitely need carbs the next day, without a doubt carbs. I feel like back in the day, it was always before you went went to sleep, you would chug a water bottle, take two Advil, and then the next day you would be hangover free. And that did save me quite a few amount of times in my life. I don't think that would be the case at this point <laughs> in my life. No. Yeah. I mean, and I wasn't so, I mean, at this wedding, it was the first time I had drank in a quite a long time. I mean, hey, pandemic and you know, things. And I was on 75 hard. So like I had no alcohol for 75 days. And I don't think I was that bad. I don't think I felt like I didn't get that drunk, I, I guess. Maybe. It also depends on what you're drinking. Yeah. And what you ate too. And what you ate. It all takes into a factor. Mm-hmm. Like I can't do sweet, no mm-hmm. sweet drinks. I hate anything that. And then if also, if I don't have enough food in my system, but if I have too much food and then I drink, then you fill up. Yeah. Meg, what's your drink of choice? You know, I would say, well, if I'm going, if I'm going out and I'm going to order a cocktail, margarita for sure. Always margarita. Yes. Um, But I would say other than that, um, you know, I like any kind of white wine and um, I mean, I'm a beer drinker. I like beer. So, you know, usually um, like Dos Equis is good with some lime and occasionally a Michelob Ultra. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we're a big margarita Love girls. Margaritas. Big margaritas. <laughs> Definitely cocktail of cocktail, cocktail of choice. choice. But if I'm at a wedding, I'll do gin and seltzer. Me too. Gin, oh, yeah. gin and seltzer. Yeah. And I have not felt shitty from yeah, it. Yeah. No, me neither. Gin yeah. and seltzer seems to be we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> Vic's last question: Be honest. Have ever any of you ever pressed the button to close on an elevator when someone was walking towards it? Yes. <laughs> I am guilty of that. I am too. I, I probably did it the other week at work, if I'm being completely honest. I think I'm <laughs> nope. I'm nope. going to it on COVID, you know? Like, I don't want to share the yeah. other I don't know. I, I don't 
think so. I'm trying to remember all the times I've been on an elevator. <laughs> I've been on them, but it's usually either I'm with Aunt or so many times I'm in an elevator by myself and I'm like in a hurry to close. Yeah. I don't know if I'd honestly be offended if someone did it to me. I'd be like, I get you. It's fine. You'd want to ride it yourself. Yeah. Because I probably don't want to be with you. I don't want to be with you anyway. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. In my defense, it's usually just because I'm running late for work and I got to shut it real quick so that it'll go up faster. I don't know where you're stopping, but I'm going straight to my. Right. 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 (laughs) And sometimes those elevator doors stay open for like yes. minutes. And you're like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those faulty elevators. Megan, do you have anything else you would like to mention that we haven't talked about for? I want to know your thoughts on this season compared to the other ones that we've watched so far. Where would you rank it if you had to rank? You know, as far as ranking the seasons, this one's not my top. This one's not my top. And I think it's really just because of the Louis situation and the car accident and all the weird things happen afterwards. I honestly would put it somewhere towards the bottom or bottom middle. I really enjoyed last season. I thought last season was great. I would stick that back up there. Um, and then I can't remember who was talking about it, if it was Noreen or someone mentioned the um, the scene where, uh, I'm sorry, the season where, Serena kind of goes wild. It's really like a season where she's trying to get her dad's attention. I can't remember which three I want to say. The one where she's polo match and she like takes the horse. You know, yeah, I think that was three. Slightly unhinged Serena. I'd probably put that one as my top season. Yeah. Good one. I'd say, yeah, I think four has been our favorite, right? Yep. So far. Yeah. This season is it's you're right, it's the Louise stuff. I'm just I'm bored with it. Except for the 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 Chivy things, I love all we love all the Chivy. We're missing Chivy in this episode. Do you like the Chivy storyline? I do. I do like the Chivy storyline. I didn't think she was going to stick around as long as she did, and I was surprised when that story just kept continuing. And obviously, yep. we know it's not over because they wouldn't have shown us the real Charlotte Rhodes if we weren't going to get Chivy back. So I'm anxious to kind of see how that all blows up because it's a ticking time bomb at this point. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. We just have to get this stupid wedding shit over with and then we can go to Chivy. <laughs> yeah. And wasn't Chivy supposed to be a bridesmaid? Yeah, well, not not now. I know, yeah. but she was. She passed the test. You know, I do have yeah. one bone to pick with a character in this episode though. And that bone is with Rufus. Yeah. Now, the whole conversation he had with Dan, you know, it's all fine and good. He's, you know, laughing it up at Serena's article and whatnot. And he, he has a line where he's talking about, well, you know, I understand sacrificing your career for love, but sacrificing it for fake love seems counterintuitive. But my rebuttal to that is Dan loves Blair. And in his mind, he's not doing this for Serena. He's doing this for Blair. So while mm. I normally love Rufus's advice, not always, but most of the time, and his pep talks are usually great, this one sat poorly with me because he expressly stated to Rufus that he was doing this to help Blair and Rufus just kind of skirted over the fact that he knows that Dan is in love with Blair and Blair was the main character of his book and all of that. So I love Rufus, but I did not love that scene. He's had a few downfalls this season with the relationship talk. And that's really all we've given him though. Right. We have, I mean, we talk about this all the time, but the only lines he has said in this whole season is just advice to his 
to Dan about Blair. Right. <laughs> really. That's right. it. Yeah. Like barely anything else. I mean, we had that like quick scene with Chivy, but that's it. And it's really, it's, it's also boring. Like I'm waiting for things to be stirred up a little bit. With like Rufus? Just anything. Oh, okay. Well, I think, <laughs> I mean, it's coming. The wedding, I think, is going to... Did you watch last, next week? Me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> next week's episode has... Does it get stirred up? Oh, a lots of stirred. Oh, okay. Lots good. of stirred. Yay. Yeah. Good, 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 good. It's a good episode. It's, um, it's jam-packed with... Uh, Stuff? Some stuff, yeah. <laughs> you have to stay tuned for my three gossip words. Maybe you'll oh, I'm excited. Figure out some other things. Awesome, but this was so much fun, Meg. It's so nice speaking with you. It was great speaking and- with you guys too. I was so excited to be on, and this was a ton of fun. Yay! We hope you come back yes, someday soon, do. and we look forward to speaking you more to speaking with you more in the Discord. And yeah, just each week you're so sweet. We love having you here. Your boyfriend is a doll. Yeah. He made me cry yesterday, actually. He sent some really sweet words about you and this podcast and everything. So I shout out to him. Um, But you guys are like two sweet, sweetie pies that came to the network. And we're really happy to have you here. Yes, thank you so much. Happy to be a part of it. And thank you guys so much. We just wrapped with Megan. What a she sweetie. is the type of girl that I could just get a margarita and hang out with. Hell yeah. Let's get some more. I just want to keep talking to her. Like, do we have to go? Do we have to go to the... Yes, we do. We have to finish. Uh, this episode would be three hours. But love her. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining the network. Seriously. And we just... Oh my gosh. My heart is full. Me when too. When it comes to our network and the people I know. who listen and I the people who them. join. My goodness. Thank you so Those much. Those are great. I have some trivia. The episode titles based off the movie Father of the Bride, obviously. The episode was watched by a series low of 1.11 million. <laughs> this, I think, is the lowest episode of the whole. I, I don't know last if last week was. No, because we didn't get to this week. Oh, yet. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. <laughs> this was officially um, with a 0.6 rating in the adults 18 to 49 demographic. I'm not really sure what that means. The episode takes place on Saturday, January 14th, 2012, as indicated on Nate's computer when he responds to Gossip Girl's email. Oh, yes. And we had confirmed it is officially a week before Blair and Louise's wedding. Yeah. And that is all. We have some music by The Lost Patrol, The Joy Formidable, LMFAO, Hollywood Holt, The Naked and Famous. We finally got some headbands this week. We sure did. I had three? Four. You had four. I had three. Could I probably miscounted? Did you count Blair's tiara as one? All right, so four. I we'll did, count four. Yeah. What else did you like? Oh, um, I'm sitting in a really weird. Position. Weird. Do you want us to move? I can't do this. <laughs> it's we, a weird angle. We always have to reconfigure when we Skype. Skype. How old am I? Eighty, probably. <laughs> Let me. I'll move to you, so we can see each other. <laughs> would, this is just. <laughs> Wait, just like the way you're holding it, like. <laughs> Is that good? That's better. 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 Now I can look at you. I was getting a sore neck. This is insane. <laughs> no, we're not allowed to have you sore necks. You know what's funny? Be comfortable. Uh, 
so every time we jump on Zoom with our guests and we do the Zoom hangouts and I take a look at my background, it's a fucking shit show. <laughs> I, I should have apologized to Megan. I mean, there's like four chairs. There's blankets on the floor, slippers, a cat toy, <laughs> wires hanging. We always use a lot of chairs. We're always going from chair to chair. It's like I live in a furniture store. <laughs> it's a little Ikea in here. It, a little, Right. It's a hot mess. I'm like, I really should be more conscientious of that and maybe clean it up a little bit. Mm, but this my is bl- like the real. My real blinds this. are missing because Niles, my fat kitten, just squeezes himself through. That's yeah, all Niles. I know. He's an interesting cat. Anyway. um, <laughs> What did you like fashion yeah, wise? fashion. Holy shit. Serena's geode earrings. We love those. Love those. And I love her top coat. Yes. Uh, Blair's silver peacoat was cute. Yep, I like Beatrice's long chandelier earrings. She also had a navy peacoat with like black fur on the, uh, what was it called, collar? Really cute. Um, did we like the fashion decision of the f- the leopard collar on <laughs> Chuck's jacket? Every time I see it, I'm, always, I'm like, oh, we chose to do this. We I don't chose. know why I am surprised by it. I think it works with Chuck. Yeah, it does. You know? And, like, I could see it working today. And honestly, like, Max in the new Gossip Girl, like, he would totally rock yeah, he that would. jacket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. just got a, a cool vibe. And I was like, all right, Chuck. I don't, like, love it on him, but I think the jacket's cool. Agreed. Agree to all that. I really liked Blair's bachelorette dress. Yeah, she looks so pretty. Do you have the dress you wore to my bachelorette? Because I still have it and I wear it. I think I got rid of that dress. It's a good one. I love that dress. Yeah. So good. Just fits so well. Yeah. I just always wanted to bring it to like a dressmaker and be like, make me five. (laughs) It's like he just, in all different colors. Right. You know when you find something that fits you so well? Yeah. That was that dress. I know. Bummer. One day. One day again. One day. What about some quotes? Yeah. Diddy called it unforgettable for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) eight dollar cappuccinos with a price you pay plenty of alcohol and phallic party play i didn't want to risk blowing my cover or bursting into flames you're almost as schemy as me yeah i love you new york (laughs) there are only some people you can love when you're not with them a priest in a bar kinky that was so good (laughs) and uh hey bridey you have a match and she goes two and that's my problem (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Um, MVP time and shittiest? Yeah. All right. MVP on three. Here we go. You're solid in your decision? Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Three, three two, two, one. Beatrice. I, Blair. I mean, Beatrice <laughs> was my runner up, but. Blair was so great in this episode. I love her. I love her. And I really enjoy Beatrice. Yeah, I, I like think her too. Her She's character good. We did develop that she probably isn't a bad person. She no. just got wrapped up in a love scenario, I suppose. And she did, at the end of the day, say, I'm not I'm not doing this scheme and I'll risk this relationship. And he shipped her off to South Africa or whatever. So, but I liked her and we loved Blair. Yeah. Blair was great. I have a hard time with my shittiest. I have excuses for all of them. Yeah. Um, we actually had a, some serenade for an MVP, we had a, actually a load of serenades, like Serena and Nate combined. No. No, you're not into it? No. No. <laughs> We're happy with our decision. <laughs> I'll keep mine. Thank you very much. Um, Shittiest. Oh, actually, I have mine. You have a shittiest? Oh, I have it. I you have good? it. I have it. Yeah. All right. Ready? Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one. one Javalia. <laughs> 
see, Javalia, I was like, well, you just want to try to. Trip is fucked up. No, Trip is fucked up. Fucked up. Trip needs to I know, I had him like next to Kavalia. But Javalia <laughs> has a motive. Javalia is not on the island. He probably is. No, he's not. He's not. He's he not. Can't he's not. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's We're not, not giving him all of this. He's not. But you know who is? Beatrice. Yes. You know who else is? Oh, my God. A double whammy. Give me a hint. Trip. For real, though? Because I thought last time he was. No, I think he's, he's really on the island. I don't care about that one. No, I don't care about it either. But See, one I don't care bye-bye. about. Yeah, because this character wasn't adding anything to anything. <laughs> yeah. And we had mostly votes for Cavalia, but we did have Louis for the vow situation and mo- and a bunch for Trip. Oh, yeah. Louis was a close. <sighs> yeah, that's oh god, so bad. It's how so bad. how insecure do you have to be where you can't write your own vows? Like, listen, I'm not a good writer. No, but again, I could formulate some. Yeah, nice I can words. give you some points. Yeah, can you help me write them? Right, but I don't think that Thanks happened. Again, bud. Yeah, for lending me those words. Oh, it's really that's just it's it hurtful. So so hurtful. And I can't wait for this to come. I out. know, right? I mean, for Blair's sake, mm, we'll see. We'll see how she feels about that. Um, that's something maybe we can save for after dark. Yes. <laughs> All right. I think it's time for a Betty of the week. Yay! You were total Betty. Total Betty. Total Betty. Total Betty. You're a total Betty. This week, I have chosen our resident treat giver, William. Will. <laughs> that was perfect. Will has been with us for quite a, ma- quite a numerous amount of, of years at this point, and we are so happy to have him. You guys know him as the Will's Treat, and on Talking Texas Forever, he has his segment titled, what did it be titled at? Will's football poetry corner. Poetry. Will's football poetry he corner. He doesn't know that. He yet, doesn't know that yet. But now he will. <laughs> um, but we just want to say thank you, Will. Each week you come with come up with such creative ways of mashing our gossip girl characters with items and things. It's just it's just incredible, and we're so happy to have you. And you help us out each week, and we are so thankful. So thank you, Will. 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 You ready for the title? I'm ready. All right. Title for next week, episode 13. G-G. G.G. G.G? G.G. Gossip Girl. Actually, it might be G.G. <laughs> okay. Well, that's <laughs> make a difference. I'm like, my brain, I'm like, did I say that right? Or is it G.G. G-I-G-I, G-I-G-I, G-I-G-I like G-G? No, no, no. G.G. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> that is the title. And next week, our bestie pals, Allison and Carrie from Hold Up Podcast, will be joining us. And it's the 100th episode. What? Yes, yeah, so it's a big episode. As I've teased, it is the f- the Monaco wedding between Chuck, between Chuck, between Blair and Louis. And I can't believe we're here. And I, it's a shit show. And I'm going to give you my three gossip words. And you're going to be like, wait, what? Okay, ready? My three gossip words are 
three gossip words. Caterer. Comeback. Feelings. <laughs> All extremely vague. <laughs> well, the feelings are like I everywhere. Think somehow Chuckaroo is going to mess with the caterer to make a comeback into Blair's life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and this is going to stir up feelings and Blair's going to get be like, get out, get out of here. I don't love you. He's the one. Louis. Louis is the and one. And maybe, actually, maybe Blair will give the, the a reason. Like, it's my wedding day and I didn't know up until I read my vows and this is how it is, Chuck. Mm-hmm. I will always love you, but in a different way. And here's the reason. And that's why. Okay. What about the caterer, though? You yeah. said Chuck's going to work with the caterer? To somehow get into the wedding. I feel like this wedding's going to be very highly guarded. And so, like, everybody's going to want to get in there. So, is obviously, Gossip Girl's going to want to cover it. So. Do you think Gossip Girl will attend the wedding? Yeah, as the caterer. Oh. That's my part two <laughs> thing. Because I'm like, maybe Chuck isn't working with the caterer. Because Chuck is working with Jabalia. <laughs> that's who Chuck is working with. Chuck is working with someone to get into the wedding itself. Or maybe Blair will be like, listen, she's going to show up and be like, here's the reason. I love you as someone who's special in my life. Please attend my wedding if you can. Can we be adults about this? Right. Do you think Chuck will be invited? I think maybe Blair will go to him because she's read these vows and she's like, he gets me. This makes sense. Someone in the catering staff is going to send blasts to Gossip Girl. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Good predictions. Thank you. What shall we do as the emoji with the slapping of the head? Well, I wanted to do that, but it is a <laughs> bachelorette party. Right. So is there a shot emoji? Is there? Shot. There's shot, like cocktail shot, glasses, right? Yeah. I don't know necessarily about a shot. But can we just do like the slamming head? Yeah. Let's do head the smack. head smack because... So many reasons to do a head smack in this episode. In this show, right? And in the show. So you know what to do. Don't necessarily maybe put this in an Apple podcast review, but if you want to send us an emoji of the slapping of the head, Total Betty Podcast Network, Instagram, Total Betty Pod on Twitter. You can send us an email, threegossipgirlspod at gmail.com. The, but, but the thing is, you really, the thing is, you could actually use that emoji in an Apple Podcast review like, title. Duh, we should have listened to Three right. Gossip Girls sooner. Duh, this is the best <laughs> Gossip Girl recap rewatch podcast. Hell yeah. If you're liking the show, subscribe, rate, leave us a review. It helps us grow. It means a lot to us. It's a big free way to help us. We love your support and thank you to everyone who left us a review previously. Yeah, and guys, the new Gossip Girl is coming back. Yeah, it is. So don't worry. We're going to be covering that. And if you want to get a little special treat, you might want to head over to Patreon. That's right. Because the first episode of the new Gossip Girl will be free and up for everyone. But then continuing forward, all of our new Gossip Girl recaps will be for Patreon only. Fun stuff for our patrons. That's right. Yeah. I'm excited for that to come back, to be honest Me with too. you. Me too. Yeah. I'm The Paley Center interview got me excited about hearing what they are going to do with our characters so if you're a fan of the new gossip girl and you are listening to this podcast for that let us know yeah definitely let us know yeah i'm gonna give us a will's treat and then we're gonna go to after dark yep so this one i really smiled 
every single one. Yay. So Gossip Girl characters as rap and hip hop artists for the Beats products placement on Nate's computer. Yeah, I noticed yes. that. Same. So we have Blair, Jay-Z. They're both from New York and belong to the streets of New York. Chuck, 21 Savage. Both of these men are familiar with the underworld of drugs and hustling. And hold up, they're just flexing on their ex. <laughs> Dan, a tribe called Quest. Mm. Let me tell you about his only vice. It's got to do with lots of writing and it ain't nothing nice. So good. Yes. Serena, Lauren Hill. Both are obsessed with things that happened a long time ago. Lauren Hill's debut album and Dan, but still serve some serious bangers. Nate, this is 100% Snoop Dogg. They both <laughs> used to sell loot. They used to shoot hoop, but now they make hits every single day like that blogger, the Dizzy, Dizzy Gossip Girl. <laughs> Rufus, Tupac, hmm. both rose to fame in the 1990s and their characters disappeared a long time ago. They might still be hiding somewhere, though. Insert side eye emoji. Mm-hmm. Lily, Dr. Dre, both come from a lineage of music producers from Cali and the riches in their circle. Beatrice, this one hurt me a little, Drake, a semi-annoying melodramatic type coming from the outside outside the U.S. is still good in the end, though. Ouch, you hurt? <laughs> Who hurt you? I love Drake. <laughs> uh, Trip, Eminem, extraordinarily white, obsessed with shouting out their partner. Maureen and Kim and William Vanderbilt, Nicki Minaj, and they are fake. At least their money ain't because there's some motherfucking monster. Wow. Maureen, Nas, the goat, <laughs> Miss Carr, Kanye, both amazing, famous when they were young from the Midwest. That was a great one. That was good, Will. Thank I thoroughly you. enjoyed that when I was reading this email. You know, sometimes I proof and sometimes I don't. And this one, I was like, I'm going to read it. And I was cracking up. Yeah, that's, they're perfect. That's real good. Thank you, Will. Thank you to everyone for listening this week. If you haven't already, you know what you have to do. Just go over to the Apple Podcast app, rate us, review, subscribe, do the Spotify stuff. You can do the, the five stars on Spotify. And you can follow us over there, too. Yeah, definitely. And we'll be back next week for the 100th episode. We will be. Oh, my God. Uh, so many episodes. I know. And also, I just, we want to wish everyone a very happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your holiday. Yeah. Eat, eat lots of turkey. Be with family if you can. And we're giving you our family, Patreon family air hugs. Long friendship <laughs> hugs. Let's <laughs> let's friendship hugs. All right, watching 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 this episode tonight when Beatrice and Blair hugged, I was like, oh my god, I love this hug. And Michelle's like, what's with you and hugs lately? Because <laughs> on Friday Night Lights, I was like, I love that hug. Can they just have a big friendship hug? And she's like, what does he think this world is made? Is friendship Randy does not hugging yet. Oh, Randy hugs me enough, but I just love a good friendship hug. I get it. You know? I get it. Anyway. Strap in. Strapping in. We're we ticking go. up, ticking away into after dark. Tick, click, 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 click. 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 Ah! You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. After dark. Sorry, the cracking. Oh my god, you did it again. <laughs> We're in after dark now. This is where we get loose Yo. and take the bras off. <laughs>
Shots, 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 shots. All right. Right? This is a fun episode, but. Who the fuck is texting Nate? Sahara says, a lot of Gossip Girl identity confusion going on. First, I thought I should clear up the shutdown of Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl shut down the account themselves after the accident, not the spectator. And about Nate receiving the Gossip Girl text, all I can say is keep watching. That's very, very suspicious. Do you think Sahara thinks we're dumb? I hope not. You let us know, Sahara. Please don't write in an Apple Podcast review. (laughs) The the slapping head emoji. They do not They do not understand the show. You know, sticks. Uh, Okay. All right. Keep obviously keep watching, right? Um, but thank you for sending that in because yeah. I know I we called you out. And we're like, please send us some. I know, time. yeah. Thank you for taking the time thank to actually so write us the email, and yeah. you were the one who sent the uh, wedding vows, which was super appreciative. And also, um, on the wiki page, you can read Serena's whole. Can you send that to me? Yeah, I'm gonna send it. I'll put it on Patreon, and I'll send it in the Discord, and I'll send the vows if you guys are curious too. Um, yeah, so Mike says there's no way they wanted Nate to be Gossip Girl. He wouldn't email himself. He doesn't seem crafty enough to think of a plan to have him work with Gossip Girl to throw people off that it's him. It makes more sense for it to be Padge. He wanted to kill Serena's blog for his book, so it makes sense for him to bribe Nate not to post it. Yeah, and Padge knew where that Bachelorette was happening. Yeah, we didn't... I mean, I wanted to talk about that a little bit more, but like, is it because he's Gossip Girl he knew where the Bachelorette right. was? I but, wanted to say that too. But like, at this point, it's supposed to be Nate. I still can't get over that. I know. I know. Unless there's something, and it's not next week's episode, because unless there's something that happens after that's like makes more sense that it is Nate, and why he would be emailing himself or something like that, I, I don't no know. Way. Have you only watched up until next week? Yes, I watched next week, and then maybe like a few minutes into the week after. Okay. So mm-hmm. there's nothing. I mean, literally the wedding is the focus of the whole episode. It has to yeah. be. That makes perfect sense. No, I wanted to ask you, I was talking to you about this off mic. Do you follow the page Dumois? No, and I don't know what Dumois is. I'm sure our listeners do. You know, depending on how you feel about it, because some... You said it's like in-person Gossip Girl. It's it's real-life Gossip Girl, It's real. It's real-life Gossip Girl for the celebrities in... You it's, know, the world these days? an anonymous Dumois person. Dumois. What does Dumois mean? It's a made-up word. Oh, okay. I listen to interviews with Dumois, and they disguise their voice. Oh. Yeah. And so it's like this. an Instagram page, and pretty much people send in anon- anonymously spottings of when they see celebrities in restaurants. Oh. It, when they hear, you know, production stuff, like, oh, this is being filmed here, or this person was seen with this person, or like Jennifer Aniston has heated floors throughout her house. And I was like, that's awesome. This I, this is might become my guilty pleasure. Mm. They spot, people send in that they spot Padge all the time in Brooklyn <sighs> getting coffee. And they're like, how Joe of him, how Dan Humphrey oh of him. God. And so today when like, we were watching and Dan had coffee or he was in, I'm like, oh my God, I feel like it's Dubois. But yeah, I, this is my guilty pleasure and I like check it every, oh. and Aunt was like, why do you care so much? And I'm like, I don't care, but also I guess I'm just curious of like rumor of rumor of who's dating who, yeah. seen it, this person was seen in this restaurant and you know, 
when the interview I listened to, they said they're never going to post something like they would never out someone or they wouldn't post something nasty about someone because they they're almost afraid to. Well, yeah, but and then they said, like, if they ever got, you know, an actor or celebrity or someone to write to them, be like, please don't post that anymore. They 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 wouldn't. wouldn't. But yeah, this is my so I'm gonna pull it up. And yeah, let's see what was what's, posted today. What's today's post? If anything, usually Sunday's the big day. Oh. But yeah, I am. I am. This is interesting. I probably would be like you're just curious. interested in looking at it too. Yeah, because right? curiosity. So, like for instance, um, if you're not saying anything like mean about this person, I have T suddenly single in the South Southern charm. I am hearing that Catherine Dennis has broken up with Caleb Revenal. Whoever those people are. Right. Uh, I have T, a A-list celeb makeup holiday launch. Popular celeb that's baby's daddy recently did something very wrong is doing a silent oh, launch Kylie. for the holiday <laughs> beauty collection. The debate is just, to, is just cancel it is still in the air, but no promotion by the listener mm-hmm. will happen. Um, Brittany, Oprah special. There is no interview yet. Oh my god! So like stuff like this has been the big a non a non please trouble in paradise saw a B C list celebrity get into a bar fight maybe an hour ago in L A. Oh yeah, interesting. Saw Biden in D C. A non please. A lot of it's like a non please. A famous female comic is romantically involved with a member of her podcast team. It's getting pretty serious and will be public very soon. She's also filming a new special very soon. What? Yeah. Oh. So, you know, this is this has become. I so I don't really use my personal Instagram. I'm mostly on our Total Betty, <laughs> yeah, <same. laughs> Total Betty Podcast Network. But my personal, I usually am just like either I'll post cat stuff or I'm like on this Instagram, <laughs> reading this, like following the story. So is it just rumors like that where they're not actually naming names or do they have proof of things? Some, some, some pictures okay. like, oh, spotted this person or, you know, usually I think it's on Sundays they do spotted of, you Spot know, Sundays or, or I forgot what they call it on Sundays. It's a name, but, and then they have a green room because Spotify has this new thing of green rooms, kind of like clubhouse. Oh, and so they do that, and I haven't been able to join a room yet to see what they're going to talk about. Apparently, they talked with the cast of Gossip Girl and Joshua Safran, but oh. I missed that. But they were on an episode of a podcast. I think it's Obsessed. And I listened to that, and they disguised their voice, and they just talked about all the things. And I was like, I feel like I'm living in Gossip Girl. Yeah, it is like the real-life Gossip Girl. That's so interesting. Yeah. Let us know if you <laughs> dabble in Dumois. Dumois. Just the word alone is fun to say. It's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Um, my thought was, I don't know if Blair necessarily will care that Louis didn't write those vows because, like, they're she doesn't really love him, right? Like, they're getting, you know, they're getting married. <laughs> I do. None of this is, yeah. Like- so, like, I wonder. I mean, I don't. I haven't seen it yet, but I wonder if she would even, like, at that point, care that he didn't write them. That's why I didn't make any predicts. I don't I think know, that's I coming know. out next week. I don't know. You already not. saw it. Yeah, it's not. Right. And I wouldn't I didn't think it would. I think this is going to come out later in the month, mm-hmm. later when. Do you know when they end their marriage and how? Um ish ish, but 
But not, but not, no. Okay. Yeah, so. I know why they get married. Right. <laughs> and I know why they stay married. Because to me, I'm like, why would you stay married? Oh, something's going to come out of why they're going to get married? Right. Like, you know, they get married. I don't, I didn't understand why they would have to get married. But then um, you'll see, I guess. It's really kind of stupid. Oh, because to it's me, kind it's stupid. kind of obvious of like, they're just going to go through with this they're because just to do it. it feels kind of forced. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's how it starts. But then I, that's not really how it goes. Got it. After that. Okay. Yeah. Just I'm a little excited. teaser there. Yeah. Next week's episode feels like a long one. I don't think it is extra time, but I remember being like, wow, this episode has been on for a long time because we're basically like just at the wedding, like the entire episode. I would think so. The entire episode. And we get a a special guest in next week's episode. Is it Nelly Yuki? It's not. Is I don't it want- Cyrus? Cyrus is in next week's episode. I mean, he is has it Harold? to be there. Harold isn't. Eleanor, Harold... No Ramon, Ramon, um, but Ar- Ar- Eleanor, Harold, and Cyrus will be at Blair's wedding. I would hope so. Yes. And that's you. all I'll give you. And you'll be excited to see who's in next week's episode. Georgina. I'm just going to keep guessing. Okay. Georgina, Nelly Yuki, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny. That's it. It's Jenny. Wow. <laughs> she would come for Blair's wedding. Blair would never even let her in the door. Not twist. <laughs> Chivy. 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 Yeah. yeah. Missing Chivy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is it. You have any other after dark thoughts? No, that's it. I mean, because we just think this neat thing is just ridiculous. Well, I think, again, because I know they get married, we just got to get past this. And then I truly don't know anything left this season. Right. Just that they do end up getting, they're married for five months. Right. According to New Gossip Girl. According to New Gossip Girl, which I'm like, really? You had to, why I, did we have to talk about that? I wonder if in the new Gossip Girl, if there will be spoilers. I so know. I'll probably have to, well, I think Angelina. Angelina, will she's always watch a little angel. right away. <laughs> yeah. I hope someone can watch before me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we won't spoil anything yeah. for the newbies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is it. That's it. Join us next week for the 100th episode, GG, with Carrie and Allison. It's going to be a fun one. And, we will be back and we're excited and I can't believe it's a hundred, but we've done literally a hundred episodes of this podcast. That means, and plus, 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 holy crap. I know we should have a little party. We should, except we won't be together. No, we won't. (laughs) And we'll be recording. I know. Yeah. It's gonna be a hot mess, but anyway, we're excited for next week and we will be back with the hundredth episode. Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls Podcast. You can email us at threegossipgirlspod at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow this show and all of our others, you can head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora.